is war in the spirit. Your God-given, God-guided resource for all things truth and all things kingdom based on the word of God and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Stay tuned for this week's spiritual truth. Hey, spiritual warriors, welcome back to War in the Spirit podcast. This is Faith Causing Green back for a brand new episode of War in the Spirit. It's been a while since I've recorded a new episode, um, but God just laid this on my heart so heavy. And in fact, it's almost three o'clock in the morning in Atlanta where I am. And he was like, get up and do it now. So this is a brand new episode of War in the Spirit. It's a new season, season number eight, eight representative of new beginnings because God is springing for something new in the earth. So this is season number eight, episode number one, entitled Extracting Purpose from Pain. So I've been charged to do this episode and to be extremely transparent. Um, But I know that it's necessary because a lot of people need to hear this. You know, we often allow toxic people to remain in our lives in the name of, see my air quotes, love. But sometimes true love means removing those people until they can meet your standard of how you deserve and demand to be treated. See, That doesn't mean that you don't love them. It simply means that you love you more. So this episode today is like a love letter to myself. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll find a whole lot of my story of faith and the journey that God has taken me on in this process to becoming, to becoming all that he has called and created me to be. It has been a very long and difficult journey, and it has cost me so many things. It's like I'm the poster child for Matthew 16, 24 through 26. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what good will it do a person if he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul? Or what will a person give in exchange for his soul? I can relate so much to the disciples and even uh, to Job as God has stripped me of everything I knew of my old life. And I mean everything, my home, my career, my friendships, relationship, finances, to teach me to rely fully on him and no one or nothing else. The other thing that this process did was to expose those around me who were truly in my corner and those who were only there for personal gain to get what they could get from me. You see, adversity often brings out the truth of who people truly are, 
And that held true in my process too. The people who were closest to me were the first ones to attack when they saw what was happening in my life, when they saw what God was doing in my life. You see, they were convinced that the strip down was because I was out of order or because I was wrong, but they didn't know God like I did. They didn't believe that he would do something like he did, but I understood that he had purpose for all of this, that there was an exchange happening because you can never receive something new until you have laid down the old. And well, those people and things were a part of the old thing, the old life, the one that had kept me bound for so long, the one that had made me feel like I was always walking around with the weight of the world on my shoulders. The life that although I had seemingly everything one could want, a family, a home, a good career, a church home. It was all a lie because behind all that society says you need to be successful, there was nothing but brokenness, pain, and disappointment. Like I had most of what I thought I wanted, but it didn't feel like I was winning. Every day I felt like I was fighting a losing battle. Every single day. I felt like a slave to my life. And God said, let me break those chains of bondage. And when I agreed to that, I had no idea what the process would look like. But the crazy thing is, I had been allowing people to steal from me for so long that I didn't care what it would look like. I just wanted to be free. I just wanted to be free of those chains that had been binding me for such a long time. I was tired of being a slave, a slave to the thoughts and opinions of other people, a slave to seeking their validation, a slave to what they thought I should be doing, a slave to their wounds and brokenness, a slave to their mistreatment and name calling and persecution, a slave to their devaluation of my worth. I was tired and desperate for change. So I was willing to literally lay down everything, everything that I had built for myself in exchange for what God said he wanted to build for me. <clears throat> it cost me everything, but that price was far less expensive than the blood I was spilling in all those broken relationships and situations that I was in before. See, many of us are afraid to walk away from toxic people or situations just because they are friends or uh, that we have known for long periods of time or even family. But I'm here to tell you that your sanity, your mental, spiritual, and emotional health are worth it. It's worth it to cut those ties, to give yourself time to heal and to grow, to do something for you for a change, 
in a space where you've allowed so many people to dictate to your situation based on their needs instead of your own in the name of love, right? See, that separation may just be temporary or it may be permanent based on how people respond to your choice to take back your joy, your peace, your life, a life that's worth living, that doesn't keep you bound. It's time to snatch back what has been stolen for so long. I don't care who they are, a spouse, a parent, a sibling, a friend, whomever. It's time to take you back, to get back to who God created you to be so that you can walk fully in your God-given purpose. You see, um, as I've been in this journey, God was saying to me, he said, I hold the keys to your heart. He said, and you've been giving out spare keys. He said, the reason that you hurt so much, the reason that that these people have been allowed to break you and hurt you and 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 take you into dark places is because you didn't require them to come to me for the keys to your heart. Because when they come to me for the keys to your heart, when they come through me, they will know how to treat you. They will know how to talk to you. They will know how to act towards you. They will know what to do for you because they've come to me for the keys, but you've been giving out spare keys and that's why you're so broken. You see, in all of this, God was showing me not only my brokenness and the root of where each crack in my heart came from, but he was also revealing to me the brokenness of those who hurt me. And some of those who had hurt me so deeply were some of the most broken people because hurt people hurt people. So I wasn't angry with them because God exposed their truths to me. And I even tried to help them work through and confront these truths, even in my process, but they were not willing to do the work. They weren't ready to face those truths. And that's okay. Maybe they hadn't reached the level of desperation that I had in wanting change, but I couldn't allow that to stop me from doing the work on me. There, there was some who I tried to help walk through the process and they would get partially through it and then the truth became too much for them. So they retreated back into those old spaces of brokenness and that's okay too. It just means that God has to dig deeper to help them uproot those issues. And the thing is, we all have the free will to choose how far we want to go to get to true freedom to true deliverance. Some will fully embrace the process and some will come part of the way and turn back. But deliverance is free and available to all of you, however much you choose it. And when I say deliverance, I mean deliverance from whatever is binding you. 
You know, when I think about Christians and even church leaders, I watch them every single day living in bondage, bondage to the call in their lives, even to their ministries, to people surrounding them, to broken mindsets. And people are sitting in the pulpits and pews in the church every single day, bleeding, hurting, weighed down, and feeling trapped, feeling pressured, pressured to produce something that they were never meant to produce. But because of the people surrounding them, there's this insurmountable pressure to produce. Well, let me help you relieve that pressure. That ain't God. That's you. That's you putting the pressure on yourself to produce something that you are supposed to be allowing God to produce for you. And it brings me to Proverbs 16.3. It says, commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. See, when you commit it to God, he will establish it. It's not for you to try to establish. It's not for you to try to produce. It's for you to commit it to him so that he can establish it for you. And Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is comfortable and my burden is light. You see, God didn't create you to pull that kind of weight. That's why it feels like it's ripping you apart. He created you to be a vessel for his strength to flow through so that he could pull the weight and you could simply be his mouthpiece or his witness in the earth, his example. If what you're doing every day in your life, whether it's ministry, whether it's your job, whether it's taking care of your family, raising your children, it's not supposed to weigh you down or stress you out because his yoke is easy. That means there are some things in your life that you need to exchange. That means it's time to take inventory and to say, God, this is too heavy for me. I need you to show me how to remove this weight. You see, God's true prosperity is not financial. It's his full, complete, and perfect will for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for prosperity and not for disaster to give you a future and hope. And Philippians 1, 6 says, for I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work among you will complete it by the day of Christ Jesus. See, God does not want you to be weighed down and stressed out. He doesn't give you territory so it can weigh you down and keep you in chains. No, 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 no. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 says, Now to him who is able to do far abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us, 
To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. You see, exceedingly abundantly comes according to the power that works within you. And he wants to give you exceedingly abundantly. He wants to give you more territory. He wants to enlarge your territory and increase you. But it's not by your power. See, this is not your power. This is his power. You don't have the power to walk out this life without the weight of it wearing on you. It's only through his power that you can complete that which he has called you to do without it tearing you apart. Because whatever God has for you to do is supposed to be bigger than you. Whatever territory he has given you thus far and whatever territory he desires to expand you into, he wants to also lead you in how to steward it, but not through your power, through his. John 14, 26 through 27 says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of all that I said to you. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled nor fearful. You see, he wants to do the work. He wants to lead you. He wants to teach you. He wants you to have peace. He doesn't want your heart to be troubled. And Zechariah 4, 6 says, then he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel saying, not by might nor by power, but my spirit, says the Lord of armies. See, God wants to do the work for you. At every turn, God wants to show you how to have all the things in life that he desires to give you, but without those chains of bondage. You know, I used to tell God, I don't want to do ministry. Like, that's the one thing I never, ever want to do. But it wasn't that I just didn't want to do ministry because I love helping people and have a deep passion for teaching them about God. It was that I didn't want the chains that people put on ministers, the scrutiny that they are put under to be perfect and how they are left no room for mistakes. He said, I can give it to you without the chains. And he spoke to me about wealth and I told him, I don't want that either, God. That, that I just wanted a simple life. But the truth was, I didn't want the chains that I've seen come along with wealth. I didn't want to become a human ATM, always wondering if people were only around me because of what I have. He said, I can give you that without the chains too. He said he wanted to give me a platform. And I said, God, I, can't I just be a spiritual sniper? You know, I'll just, you know, go up to in individual people and random people and give them word or tell them whatever you want them to say. I don't want to be on a big stage. Again, because of the chains that I associated with that, where the opinions of people dictate whether you're up or you're down from one day to the next. And he said, I can give you that without the chains too. Even as a mom, 
I wanted more children and he he said he wanted to give them to me, but all I could think was of was finances and time and laundry and cooking and all that goes into raising children. And as a mom, you never ever feel like you're doing enough. I used to feel like every day I couldn't find enough hours to be the kind of mom I desired to be. I mean, I'm a great mom, but it's like I still felt like I was failing my my daughter because at the end of every day, there was something that I wanted to do that I didn't get around to doing or felt like I could have done better. And he said, I can expand your family without the chains too. And it made me think of Psalm 127, three through five. It says, behold, children are a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. And he said, Again, I can expand your family without the chains. And who am I to turn down an inheritance that God wants to give? The prosperity that God desires to give, and not just for me, but so that my life may become witness to his power and his glory in the earth. I mean... Who am I to leave what God is offering on the table when I know it's not just so I can have stuff or fame, but so that he can get the glory from my story? Acts 1.8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and as far as the remotest parts of the earth. You see, all the things that God said he wanted to give me are his prosperity for my life. Not only does he desire to enlarge my territory, but he wants to show me how to steward it without it being heavy. He showed me the very best life that he could offer me, but I was turning it down because of my brokenness and the bondage that I had kept myself in and allowed others to keep me in for so long. It wasn't until I was willing to make the exchange with him, the exchange that I could fully embrace not only who he called me to be and what he called me to do, but also what he desires for me to receive. I had to exchange that heavy yoke of brokenness for his yoke that was easy and light. It was in all this pain that not only I found who God desires for me to be, who God desires to be for me and to me, but where I truly discovered my God-given purpose and learned to embrace it and to find fulfillment in it. You see, in all my pain and suffering and persecution, in all my brokenness, I found purpose. The purpose to help free other people from bondage to help deliver them from those chains too.
to be willing to expose and talk about the elephants in the room that most Christians want to dance around and won't talk about so that the people and the church as a whole can come to healing and become the rightful body of Christ. Because right now the body is afflicted and bleeding out. In each of its parts, there are people who are hurting and weighed down and bound and in need of deliverance from the head all the way down to the feet. And it's time for change, for a complete overhaul of each and every single heart in the body so that it can be healthy and operating at its optimal potential to return to its rightful place at the head of all things in the earth to be the example that it was designed to be. It's time to take inventory. It's time to make an exchange with God. It's time to confront those truths, no matter how painful or uncomfortable. And it brings me to John 8, 31 and 32. It says, so Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's time to break the chains. It's time for the people of God to be healed and delivered and transformed so that a new Jerusalem can arise and take its place in the earth to neutralize the enemy and the stronghold that he has on the has had on the world for so long. It's take back season. Whatever that looks like for you, it's time. Stop shortchanging yourself and embrace all that God truly has for your life so that you can be free. Walk in your kingdom identity and God-given purpose and experience is true prosperity for your life. It's time to extract purpose from your pain. Well, that's the word that God laid on my heart to release. And I pray that you will hear it, that you will heed it in your heart, receive it in your spirit, that you will take it back to God and allow him to show you what that looks like for you. And if you want help, if you desire to have someone help you dig deeper into what that looks like, into what your healing looks like, into what that process looks like. I'm glad to help you. You can find me um, on Instagram at faith underscore coffin green. You can email me at war in spirit 12 at gmail.com. And if you feel led to sow into this ministry, you may do so at Cash App Dollar Sign War in the Spirit or at Venmo War in the Spirit 12. But at the end of the day, here's my prayer for all of you. It's that you truly allow God to do the work in you that he desires to do. Not because... It's hard, not because God just wants something from you, but because 
He really, truly wants you to live your best life and be the very best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And that requires an exchange. The question is, are you willing to lay down what you've been carrying and pick up something easier? You know, I tell people sometimes people remain in the struggle because the struggle is familiar and they know what to expect from the struggle. When freedom is not familiar and so some people choose to stay in the struggle and not to walk into freedom because they the freedom is uncharted territory. Don't be that person. Walk into the uncharted territory. Don't stay in the struggle just because you know what to expect from it, just because it's familiar. Let God extract purpose from your pain. I love you. I pray that you experience all that God has for your lives. Have a blessed week.